0: Have you subscribed yet to the podcasts of the Archdiocese of St. Louis? You know, when you do, you'll get the weekly news updates and the Catholic Gateway podcast in-depth stories, the feature stories where we go out and talk to people and do interviews and and really uh, get in-depth in some cool things and people and events that make up the Archdiocese. Besides that, though, you also get the word-of-mouth podcasts that Michael Horn in the Office of Laity and Family Life produces. Those are really cool stories where he talks to people about their faith journey and lets them provide their own experience with evangelization. So you get all that when you subscribe to the Archdiocese of St. Louis. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, on Google Play, on Stitcher, or pretty much any other podcast app. Just search for Archdiocese of St. Louis to find us. You can also find us at archstl.org podcast or at soundcloud.com archstl. Make sure to find us, subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And then also, if you could share the Catholic Gateway Podcast, and the Word of Mouth Podcast with your friends, that would be excellent because we really want people to listen to these podcasts that we're producing. This is a great way to form yourself in the faith and to learn a little bit more about what's going on in the Archdiocese of St. Louis. So thank you so much for listening. Help for hurricane relief and the annual Red Mass on this Catholic Gateway Podcast weekly news update for October 2nd, 2017. Please keep the victims of the Las Vegas tragedy and their families in your prayers this week. Let us also invoke Mary, Queen of Peace, in our troubled times. May she help to fill our hearts with peace and love for her son, Jesus Christ. Hello and welcome to this Catholic Gateway Podcast news update. I'm your host, Gabe Jones. The annual Red Mass was celebrated by Archbishop Carlson on Sunday, October 1st, as members of the judiciary and legal community, public service officials, and their families gathered at the Cathedral Basilica of St. Louis. Most Reverend Daniel Flores, Bishop of Brownsville, Texas, delivered the homily.
1: One of the things that I'm particularly grateful for in being invited to come to St. Louis to speak in this magnificent cathedral is to recognize that no matter what the fundamental language one learns as a child is, we give testimony to the fact that the language we most want to be able to speak and understand is a language of justice, a language of Mercy, a language of kindness and goodness in the human relation, for the sake of our children, for the sake of a better society, for the sake of our families, and for the sake of those who come after us.
0: The inaugural Sister Ebo Social Justice Conference took place on Saturday, September 30th. Reverend Starsky Wilson, former co-chair of the Ferguson Commission, presented the keynote. A wide range of topics were discussed from the death penalty to immigration in the workshops. Look for more coverage soon from the St. Louis Review. Just a reminder that registration is still open for the Rosary Run, which is taking place on October 7th. The events kick off the night before with a Raymond D'Souza talk on Fatima, First Saturday Devotion, and the Rosary. The next day, the 5K Run begins on the steps of the Old Cathedral. For more information and to register, please visit rosaryrun.com. Students in the North County Federation of Catholic Schools contributed more than $8,200 to Catholic charities for hurricane relief efforts. Students participated in various fundraising efforts this month to support relief efforts in the devastating aftermath of Hurricanes Harvey, Irma, Maria, and others, With pocket change collections, dress-down days, and other creative events and ideas, each school raised money to support hurricane relief efforts through Catholic Charities of St. Louis. On Wednesday, September 27th, students from each school in the North County Federation of Catholic Schools gathered at SSM Health DePaul Hospital to present their collection for Catholic Charities St. Louis. As a symbol of how they pooled their funds— The students each poured a container of coins and bills into a plastic swimming pool. Mrs. Cheryl Archibald, board chair for Catholic Charity St. Louis, accepted the donation of more than $8,200. 100% of the students' donations will be used to support relief efforts in affected areas. And on a related note, St. Louis-based Jesuits USA Central and Southern Province is raising money for relief efforts in Puerto Rico. For more information on how you can contribute to those efforts, please visit connect.jesuitscentralsouthern.org slash relief. We'll also include that link in the podcast description. Two former death row inmates addressed Catholic high school students about the morality of the death penalty on Thursday, September 28th. Reggie Griffin and Joe Amering spent 23 and 17 years, respectively, on death row, but were exonerated for crimes they did not commit. Their experiences demonstrate how the death penalty can have tragic impacts on real people and communities. They shared their experiences with students from Catholic high schools in the Archdiocese of St. Louis at a special teach-in event organized by the Archdiocese Peace and Justice Commission in conjunction with Missourians for Alternatives to the Death Penalty, Catholic Mobilizing Network and Kenrick-Glennon Seminary. Also addressing the students at the event on the Catholic Church's teaching on the issue was Father James Mason, President Rector of Kenrick-Glennon Seminary. Father Mason graduated from the University of Minnesota Law School and served as a prosecuting attorney in the Twin Cities area before being ordained to the priesthood in 2001. Before his presentation, I asked him what the students could expect
1: to learn. The point probably is an understanding of the church tradition, that uh, it can be nuanced, in a sense, and in today's world, we're not, we're not good at making distinctions. We want everything to be this way or that way. Now, I think the distinction here is very clear. You know, basically, it is in Latin, sic et no, and that's St. Thomas Aquinas when his Summa Theologia. So in this, uh, you know, kind of shortly, briefly, is that the tradition of the Church has been clear. It has always taught, as it was in Scripture and as it has been in the Church Fathers, that the state has the authority— to to use the death penalty when necessary. Now, so that's a yes in 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 principle, but the practice, that's really what the catechism gets to.
0: Look for more from Father Mason on a future episode of the Catholic Gateway podcast. St. Patrick's Center still needs volunteers for the Veterans Day 5K on Saturday, November 11th, 2017 in downtown St. Louis. Needed are 5K course marshals, help with the race village teardown, and more. The timed 5K and one-mile run walk will be held at Soldiers Memorial in conjunction with the St. Louis Regional Veterans Day observance ceremony and parade. To register for the run or to volunteer, please go to stpatrickcenter.org. Now here are the five quintessential stories from the St. Louis Review, handpicked by the staff for you to share and discuss this week. You can find these stories at stlouisreview.com or in the paper dated October 2nd, 2017. Mass Under the Arch. St. Louis University kicked off the celebration of its bicentennial anniversary on September 23rd with the first mass ever under the Gateway Arch. Archbishop Carlson was the main celebrant, joined by several Jesuit priests as con celebrants. The mass was attended by members of the Osage Nation, including Chief Jeffrey Standing Bear, and many slew alumni, current students, and families visiting for family weekend and homecoming at the Jesuit University. An estimated 5,000 people were in attendance. In the most recent Catholic St. Louis magazine, the cover story takes a look at a Carmelite sister who shared her journey to discerning a call to the consecrated life. The article also includes resources for those discerning a call to the consecrated life. Plus, you'll find an article on Molly Judd and Stephanie Toe, who recently joined Religious Life. They were also guests on the first episode of the new season of the Catholic Gateway podcast. If you're subscribed to the podcast, you should see that as one of the recent uploads. We'll also include a link in the podcast description. All that is also in the Catholic St. Louis magazine. Jennifer Brinker has a story about the students at Duchenne High School in St. Charles and Trinity Catholic High School in North St. Louis coming together for an impromptu choir and band performance. Students from Trinity Catholic arrived at Duchenne early in the morning on September 19th. With sheet music they'd received about a month prior, the students quickly set up in two areas, the band in the Performing Arts Center and the choir in several of the music theater rooms. They had exactly three and a half hours to practice. This was their one and only practice together before an all-school assembly. Check out the story for more details. On September 25th, Carmelite sisters and a priest owned the heart of the plate. Wearing her full habit as a Carmelite sister of the divine heart of Jesus, and wearing his Roman collar with black pants and shirt, Sister Maria Josepha Kreinkamp, and Father John Schneier took turns in an honorary first-pitch ceremony before the baseball Cardinals game at Bush Stadium. Thanks to the Sarah Club, over 1,000 Cardinal baseball tickets were given to priests, seminarians, and sisters to attend the game at Bush Stadium. And finally, a parish with history and a tight-knit community— At 84 years old, Charles Wade's parish stories go back to when he was in first grade at Immaculate Conception in Old Monroe, which is closing in on its 150th parish anniversary next month. It's not uncommon to find folks dedicating their time volunteering at the parish and school or providing in-kind services to help with its upkeep. Jennifer Brinker reports from Lincoln County. And those are your quintessential stories from the St. Louis Review, and this has been a look at what is happening around the Archdiocese of St. Louis. Remember, for these stories, events, and more, visit stlouisreview.com and archstl.org, and follow the Archdiocese of St. Louis and the St. Louis Review on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Thank you for listening to the Catholic Gateway Podcast news update for this week, October 2nd, 2017. Coming up next, you'll hear from Dave Luking about a pilgrimage later this month along the Katy Trail. But first, here's an evangelization tip of the week from Michael Horn in the Office of Laity and Family Life.
1: This week's evangelization tip is focused on sharing the beauty of the Catholic faith. Catholicism contains a wide array of truly beautiful elements that lift one's soul to God and the supernatural. The wealth of beauty found in Roman Catholicism does not prove its truth since we find many beautiful aspects of other religions, but the beauty of Catholicism does serve as a channel to propel people to eventually reach the ultimate truth of Christianity. One can gaze upon a grand cathedral, a stained glass window, or religious art produced during the Renaissance. One can listen to the euphonious sound of Gregorian chant, or polyphony, or the ringing of church bells. One can smell the aromatic fragrance of incense or chrism, These aspects of our faith can lead others to an authentic encounter with Almighty God. So talk about these beautiful elements of our faith with others and invite them to share your experience. They just might come to understand the truth of Catholicism.
0: So the month of October is dedicated to the Holy Rosary and sort of uh, by relation, Our Lady, uh, Mother of Jesus the uh, Blessed Virgin Mary, and uh, so to commemorate that, some priests here in the Archdiocese of St. Louis are going to go on a pilgrimage, and Dave Luking is here in the studio to talk more about this, because he has spoken with the priest in charge. So, Dave, welcome back. Uh, thank you. Good to be back. So what's the deal with this pilgrimage going on um, later this month? I guess it starts the
2: 9th of yeah. October? starts the 9th and runs through uh, the 13th covering about 45 miles in five days, and they're sort of taking the pilgrimage through Mary, Mary's life. It starts with the Immaculate Conception uh, in Augusta and then hits Our, our Lady of Sorrow's shrine in uh, Starkenburg and then concludes at Assumption in New Haven. So those are the three big events of her life, her birth without sin, the death of Jesus on the cross, and Assumption into heaven. And they're visiting three other uh Church sites, actually two churches and a shrine on on the other uh, days on the other stops. So they're hitting six spots, uh, six churches or shrines in in the five days, and having mass at each one and uh, praying rosaries as they walk. Maybe some hymns and um, camaraderie and good times and quiet time. So. Right. They pretty much have it all covered, and some good <laughs> exercise. <But laughs> yes, exactly.
0: <laughs> so who's who's behind this? Who's
2: organizing? Uh, it, Father Tim, Father Tim Foy. He's the uh, parochial administrator at Saint John the Baptist and Guildhouse, and he and some priest buddies uh, did it last year just to try it out and, you know, see the sights and whatever. And they had fu- he had one funny anecdote that I didn't have room for in the story. It was like a million degrees in August when they did this thing. You know, it's real hot. And they were walking up to uh, Shrine of St. Joseph, which is uh, just a tiny little church near Case, Missouri. And uh, I'm sorry, it was in Dutsau when they're, when they're walking up to the church. And the maintenance guy was working power washing or something, and it was he was hot. And the priests were wearing cassocks in, uh, in August. So, you know, the guy who was up on the tower you know power washing he was wondering you know am i hallucinating or hey, what's going on are these guys for real or what you know are they going to float up here or yeah. what's going to happen but uh they got a big uh laugh out of that and he treated them to dinner that night so oh that's it, good it's it cool. kind of pretty cool but they they won't cool. have that problem hopefully in october yeah <laughs> hopefully it's not a million degrees although yeah. you never know it's been been pretty hot lately
0: but anyway that's that's very cool so you talked to father foy and sort of got his his reasoning and motivation for this i mean did he explain to you sort of like where did this idea come from cuz it's we we don't always think of pilgrimages as walking somewhere. We just kind of get in our car and drive.
2: Right. Uh, he he did a pilgrimage about three years ago in Poland. Uh, they went from Krakow to um, one of the Our Lady sites uh, 60 miles away. And he said 1,500 people were on this pilgrimage, including, you know, parents with the small children being pushed in strollers and also on the, all the way up to, to elderly people. So... Uh, I guess, uh, you know, he was really inspired by that and, you know, the people that watched him along the way. And he just uh, decided to try it out here. And, you know, it works out good now in conjunction with uh, Our Lady of Fatima uh, apparitions. The final one was on October 13th, uh, 1917, and the end of this pilgrimage is on the 13th as well. And there's something unique, though, about the end of this pilgrimage. So <laughs> it
0: is a walking pilgrimage for the vast majority of it. Yes, it is. So what's the little, what's the quirk at the end? The this little thing?
2: quirk, they're walking the four four days, right? And then on the last day, they're taking uh, cars from getting a ride to uh, New Haven from Starkenburg. And the, the joke is, well, Mary received a little lift up to heaven in the Assumption, and they're going to receive a little lift to the, the final church. Yeah, so that's so. it's funny. pretty funny. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so any any word if they're going to stop at any of the wineries along this trail? <laughs> I don't <laughs> you think don't have so. Because that. <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's a very. Oh, popular maybe they can have lunch at one of them. Right. I don't maybe, know. maybe so. It would <laughs> not be quite in the spirit of a pilgrimage. Yeah. Anyway. Exactly. Um, but that's very cool. Anything else that people ought to know about this pilgrimage? Then they can participate if they want. to? Yeah. There. If uh,
2: any uh, day pilgrims can come and join them for you know walking for a day that. They kind of kind of close it to overnight guests because there are only so many you know host families that would you know, take in uh, uh, people for overnights and whatnot. So just um, you can join them for a day and yeah. and go along with them that way. I, we're gonna do it at the review uh, at least I don't know one one of the days to cover them or maybe several days. You yeah. know, hop along in a car from spot to spot okay. and, and catch them along the way. So. Uh, we're going to be there. Zoom by on your bicycle. You exactly. Know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See you at the next thing. Maybe I should do this pilgrimage on a bicycle. There you go. But <laughs> he did make clear that it's a walking pilgrimage, right, right. not a biking. But you're thing. a reporter. You get a pass. Yeah, I can, right? You know. Right. I can <laughs> flash my press <laughs> credential and zoom by <laughs> on my bike. Right. That's that's fun.
0: Well, we'll look for more coverage then on of this pilgrimage in the St. Louis Review. Uh, if you want to learn more about it and see this initial article, check out the October second through eighth. 2017 edition of the St. Louis Review or find it online and then and then again look for more coverage coming very soon from the St. Louis Review.
2: No one thing I want to add the neat thing about a pilgrimage and Father Foy said this is that uh, it's all voluntary so like a pilgrimage is voluntary whereas um, you know some other things in the Catholic Church are kind of you know obligatory you have the Holy Day of Obligation you have the obligation to go to Sunday Mass and and whatnot, but you know you're you're totally voluntary for the pilgrimage, so you're all in. You, you've decided to be all in. And so. there's there's a lot of graces then that come from that, well, from it, doing
0: something you don't have to do. It, you know, know
2: it, people maybe sacrifice for a little bit, but uh, I figure the sacrifice of the guy hung up on the cross for, you know, several days dying, and you know I can. I can put in a day of on foot. So, right, yeah. exactly.
0: Well, and you know, and Father Foy says here uh, in the article, you know, the spirit of pilgrimage is a tremendous gift that God can give us as we go through this great pilgrimage of life. So, yeah. it's that idea that we're we're always trying to get somewhere. We're trying to get yeah. ultimately to where right. final destination of heaven. Mm-hmm. This is sort of a microcosm of.
2: Heaven. And it also lets us shut off the noise. Which is put away important. our cell phones. Yeah, that's very important. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> very good. Well, Dave, thanks for coming in today. And Sharon, My pleasure.
0: We'll look for more coverage from you in the St. Louis Review. All right, thanks. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Catholic Gateway Podcast. We always welcome story tips and ideas for the podcast. Just send them to communications at archstl.org. That's communications at archstl.org. Make sure to connect with us on social media to stay up to date with what's going on here in the Archdiocese of St. Louis. You can find us on Facebook. Just search for Archdiocese of St. Louis. We're on Twitter at ArchSTL is our handle there, at ArchSTL. And we're on Instagram at CatholicSTL. And you should follow the St. Louis Review there on Facebook. Also Twitter and Instagram under the handle at st louis review that's st lewis review the catholic gateway podcast is a production of the archdiocese of st louis i'm your host gabe jones we hope you'll join us again next time here in the gateway to the west the rome of the west catholic st louis